0: It's Tyre Power's Bigfooty Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Bigfooty Final Sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au
1: now. There's shiploads of vehicles arriving every month. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Summer or winter, he's the voice of sport in Aotearoa. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. It is uh, 11.20 here on SENZ, and when you say the name McCook, uh, you always say uh, Andy McCook. He's uh, one of our greyhound commentators, one of our greyhound uh, experts as well. Uh, but there's more to the McCook name than Andy and greyhounds, and uh, we're going to talk now to the lovely Janine McCook, uh, who joins us today, courtesy of Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Uh, Janine, thanks so much for a bit of time this morning.
0: Hey, no worries.
1: Hey, look, uh, Janine McCook, you've been involved and your family's been involved in the industry for uh, a long, long time. And some people are saying uh, for you, it's well in excess of uh oh, coming up to about the 40 year mark, Janine. Now, uh, if I, over the last month or so, we've been talking to a lot of greyhound racing personalities. And it seems when you get into it, you're almost in, uh, into it for life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It gets in your blood and it's harder to get out than get in.
1: Why? Why, would the, why is that?
0: Oh, you just create a, a love for the game, the, the dogs, um, the passions there, and um, I've grown up with it because I was really young, obviously, when we got into it, being over forty years ago, and um, yeah, I, I've grown up with them. I love my dogs. I just, I just love dealing with them. They're wonderful animals. The more you put in, the more they give you back, and um, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a wonderful lifestyle to be here.
1: So tell us a wee bit about um your your involvement as such what what is um what are you with for instance how many greyhounds uh, have you got at home now and and what is the program as you look to go from season to season
0: yeah um, well we've got a, we've got a large amount of greyhounds now i 've got a um, great bunch of owners that are, have have put a lot of faith in me um in the last few years and um their pups have sort of come through so now we 're up at probably just over the hundred hundred dog mark in the in the place so um, there's myself and a couple of full time workers, and then Andy when he's not working. Um, of um, the other stuff, he helps out too. So um, it's it's full time gig really, and um, yeah, over a hundred dogs. There's a lot to do.
1: I was going to say a hundred dogs. So that's feeding, training, administering to their welfare, etc., grooming, all yep. that sort of thing. Uh, that wouldn't leave many spare minutes in the day, would it?
0: No, no, no. Seven days a week, um, you know. Sometimes it feels like 20 hours a day. Uh, there's not much time for sleeping. Is, is when you're not out here working on them or working with them, you're working out where they're going, what we're doing, you know what, what's next, and uh, the pups and, and everything. And there's, there's a lot, and there's a lot involved. But um, I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: You wouldn't have it. Okay, so let's we're pretty fully aware of, uh, of with horses, et cetera, how long their racing campaigns and that might last for on, a, on season by season. Let's look at uh, a dog's average campaign in terms of uh, how many races you can fit into a, a certain program. They Clearly they race more often than horses, et cetera, but uh, what do you look to do? Is it, is it very much an individual thing or do you have set programs?
0: Uh, no, it's very individual. Um, I have a plan pretty much for every dog um, where they're going what we aim on um and that and so forth so um it, it depends what tracks they run best dad I, I mainly concentrate on addington now um there's four meetings here a week unless there's the graces elsewhere we kind of just um we stay local and um focus on the programming here but uh when you've got some nice dogs around you like we're getting now you've sort of got a lot further afield and and add the other ones into it as well so there's a, there's a lot of planning goes into it um you can't just go week to week um it's uh, something you you've got to pre-plan everything
1: so a lot of people say would say janine I, I look at the stakes and i do i look at the stakes for greyhounds and obviously you'd like them to be higher why wouldn't you but uh, it, it doesn't seem to be a heck of a lot of money on offer on race day for the work that you put in so my simple question is you know how do you survive
0: um, Yeah, really speaking, I don't think the statement is too bad. Um, I I think we've we've come a long way with that. Um, the the fact that your dogs can race uh, um, a fair bit, you know, like within reason. Um, I don't like putting them around too much, but um, and the owners and and so forth as well chip in, of course, with uh, training fees and. And especially with the pups um, rearing fees and things like that. So, all of that sort of pays to keep the place running. Um, and then any stake money you earn is on top of that. So, that's your cream on top.
1: So, when you look at uh, perhaps having 100 greyhounds at home, uh, the first thing I think of is, uh, you know, a greyhounds are greyhounds are greyhound. But not. But do you know the, all those 100 greyhounds very well individually?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. How do you do no, that? Um, How do you they're do my that? Kids. You? They're my kids. Wow. Oh, when you're spending as much time as I am with them every day um you know they but they become really special to you so um every dog's got a name on the place um they all know their name they um they get yeah cuddled and treated every day um, you know and there's you've got to have enough people to get around and and do all of that because what you as I say before, what you put into them is what you get out and end
1: okay so let's go deep, go a little bit deeper in there so how's your how's your kennel set up? i mean for a hundred dogs you do it by by age by breed by you know family units as such or how how do you spread them out
0: yeah no we've got um we've got what we call the racing kennel, so the main dogs that are in full racing work or breaking in to learn the racing game they're in um they're in individual kennels um, we've got five five or six blocks of those um and then they have empty yards in front of them, so they all get out and, and pampered a bit. Uh, then down further down, we've got uh, paddocks with pups pups in them, so we all go in with them. Every day, they, we go in and walk around them and make sure they're all right, feed them, water them, all of that. So they're mainly in their family groups um, until you have to split them down. Um, and, yeah, so... And the old girls they've got their area as well they'll brew bitches and um, and yeah so it's all segregated into to to where they're at at their at their ages and uh, at their part in in the racing life.
1: So how many of the hundred how many of the greyhounds come into your kennel from from the outside or how many are internally bred from your breeding setup?
0: Uh, we breed a lot here, as I said. Um, we've got uh, two or three owners that have put a lot of um, money and, and effort into um, supplying us with really good of their brew butchers, so a lot of their pups are theirs. Um, so I would say most of them are bred here. Uh, we get we've had a few from uh, Hunter's HQ in Australia race dogs that they've sent over as racing racing dogs. They've come into the racing part. Um, and we've got uh, probably a handful of others that have come from, from other trainers, but most of it's done in-house.
1: Janine, one of the great issues, uh, and it's not a terrific issue to talk about, but that you have to because it raises its ugly head from time to time, is the welfare of greyhounds, which is something you're very, very passionate about.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. I keep saying, and it's kind of my motto, what you put in is what you get out, and I'm a great believer of that, um, they, they're my kids, um, they're, I put everything into my baby, so, um, yeah, it's, it's just part of part of being a trainer, you've got to be able to look after them, you've got to give them the best care they can get, we've got fantastic vets down in this area as well, um, that... Mm. If you have a problem, you can get straight in there and and get it sorted. So, um, it costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money to look after them, but it's money well spent.
1: Do you and Andy have any downtime? I mean, do you have any? Uh, have you, do you have the chance for any other interests with that, that that kind of volume of work you've got on between raising them, racing them, uh, and him calling them?
0: Um, not really. Not really. Not a huge amount of time. We try. We try and. Uh, Get a day away somewhere, or of that. But um, no, our last proper holiday was probably our honeymoon three years ago. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, the odd the odd day here and there, and and the odd afternoon off is quite nice. You know, you, you treasure those times. But uh, we live and breed greyhounds. Um, he has, and his passions come through. It like, comes through in his calls and in his work. Um, he he loves it. I, I love it. And. As I say, it's, it's very much our life.
1: Well, Janine, we can't let you go without perhaps tipping into uh, tipping us into a greyhound coming up shortly, please.
0: Oh dear! I just had three winners yesterday, so that's going to be hard on me because I will always pick the wrong one.
1: <laughs> um,
0: let me let me think. Uh, oh, you got one of those um, ones
1: backing up shortly. We've got one of those backing up again that might win the second time round.
0: Well, the, not, one of the nicest young dogs I've got is Epic Rooster. Um, he's in next Tuesday, I think. I think he's drawn box eight, which won't suit him. He's probably better near the rail, but he's a very fast dog, and he's very much an up-and-comer.
1: Janine, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you and uh, getting an insight into a very big operation, 100 dogs there, so... Uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. Good luck uh, going forward with uh, all you've got to do. It's been, it's been fun Thank and enlightening. Thank you. All
0: oh, good. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Janine McCook there. Uh, uh, she is uh, the wife of uh, Andy McCook, or more to the point, Andy McCook is uh, her husband, um, and she's got a very, very busy job looking after up to 100 dogs at once, knows them all individually, all their names, uh, all their looks, all their... Uh, little habits and things that they need to have looked after. Brilliant stuff. Uh, it is 11.31 here on SENZ. 0800-150-811. 0800-150-811. Uh, we're up to 100 bucks you could get for the weekend in terms of TAB vouchers, and also you can win the sleep drops going into the weekend as well. Get on the phone, 0800-150-811. It is time to stump Smithy. In around about three minutes' time prior to that, it's time for the news.